Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wild Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share our extremely personal histories in an effort to create a more loving world where consent, pleasure, and joy are the norm when it comes to intimate physical relationships. And my guests today, I'm so excited to introduce to you. They are both 26. That's right. It's a couple. They are white people. He's a trans male. She's a cis female. He uses the pronoun he. She uses her. He is queer. She is pansexual. They say they don't have any kinks. I say they don't have any kinks yet. He works as a septic system evaluations dude guy. (laughs) She's a graphic designer and intuitive tarot reader. And they are both New Hampshireites, which I think is so fun to say. Welcome, Daniel and Marie. Hello. Hi. I'm so happy to have you here, and I am so excited to dive in. We're going to do one-on-ones and then bring you together. Who wants to go first? I guess it's me. Okay, Daniel. Will you just give us a little bit of an overview of just a couple feeling words about how you feel about your sex life now, and then take us back to the very beginning and tell us when you first remember hearing about sex. Okay. I would say now is like feeling words, let's say fire Fuck yeah <laughs> passionate mm-hmm. content Fuck yeah satisfying let's see the first time i remember i you know okay so i grew up in a very conservative household so my parents are evangelical christians i had a purity ring got Whoa. that on my myself yes so for <laughs> yeah so obviously raised as a woman until the age of 22 so all of my early experiences were as a female so just for context. Yeah. I had a purity ring, got that at the age of 12. Yeah, yeah like don't have sex till marriage, promise. Oh that was that was and I wore that until I transitioned, you know, even after I started having sex, but but the earliest I can remember is really middle school. Like my parents were so like hush hush about everything. Like if there was even kissing in a movie, they would fast forward through Whoa, it. Whoa, so, really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, they would fast forward wow. through it. So like it was very much like we just didn't talk about it. And I can vaguely remember like them introducing some book called Sex God and the New You, like when like middle school time. And I remember reading it and just being like, what is this? Like, didn't wasn't really interested. I wasn't interested in like understanding it because I mean, obviously now it makes sense like gender dysphoria. I just was like mm-hmm. not interested in understanding my body in any way. So I was mm-hmm. like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like early high school, I had some not so pleasant, non-consensual sexual experiences. So that kind of pushed me off of it for a while of being like, eh, you know, like I'm not interested. That's a little traumatic to think yeah. about. So, but towards the end of high school, I realized I liked women. And I thought, oh, okay. Like this, this makes my whole life make sense at the time. So I was then a woman dating women and I didn't have sex with a girl until I was 20. That was the first time. And I just remember like it, I remember, cause I used to be really big into Tumblr back then. I remember making a post that was like, I don't know what's better, cuddling naked or sex. Like, which is better? I couldn't decide. Mm. Then I was like, 
And then I like retweeted myself and then I was like, or pizza in bed naked or something like that. Like that was my first thing was like, I have to post on Tumblr and be like, I don't know what's better. I thought this was going to be so weird, but it was so good. Mm. And then after that, I dated a bunch. I ended up dating a bunch of straight girls. I don't know. That was like my thing was to like be into the the women that were like experimenting. So it was like, it's not very satisfactory. Mm -hmm. You know, I always just kind of faked faked an orgasm because I was just like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm done with this situation. I don't oh. want to be anymore. Um, and then even when I first transitioned, I still wasn't very much that like, I'm just like going to fake it. So it's over kind of deal because it was like too much mm-hmm. at first. Like even when we first got together, I still I would have to like go to a different place in my mind. It took me a long time, like through our relationship to like actually like be in my body and experience it in my body instead of just like being outside of my body and waiting for something to happen if that makes sense yeah like i used to like have imaginations of like me climbing. i don't even know how to explain it like me climbing a mountain or like doing other random things that was like what i was thinking no about. i understand completely <laughs> <laughs> and now now like very recently even in the last six months it's been like i'm able to like actually pay attention to what she's doing versus like having to like be out of it so, and a lot of my sex life through college was like drunken. So there's a lot that I just like don't really remember or don't really know that it, it was good or bad because it was just a blur. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, before we even met, I actually thought I was asexual. So I was just like, I would really be fine if we didn't have sex again. Like, it's just been really not that good ever. You know, it's like a handful of times I've been able to come from somebody else and like the rest of the time, like, why would I bother? I can just get myself off in like two minutes. Like, I don't need to. Mm-hmm. I don't need to bother with like a partner or anything. And now I'm like, how could I ever think I was asexual? I'm like horny all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, it sounds like a switch flipped somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. I remember like right when we first met, we hadn't had sex, but we were like making out on a park bench. And I, I was so wet. I was like, what is going on? This has never happened, especially on testosterone. Like you get drier, but I was like, this is like the wettest I'd ever been in my entire life. Like I was just Whoa. so attracted yeah i remember being like whoa <laughs> driving <laughs> home like geez i gotta put different underwear on here like what's going down no i love wet underwear yeah. i love yeah. <laughs> underwear that are soaked from wet i mean like yeah. change them eventually when you need to and yeah. don't sit in wet stuff for too long or you'll get yeast infections but like oh so you mentioned being able to make yourself come when did you start masturbating I remember trying a couple of times like in early high school but just like not really getting the point of it or like in it just like I didn't really know what to do and I just like would try a few times and I was just like that's really not satisfying but I do remember like looking at pictures or images on tumblr of like two girls kissing and like getting the tingly <laughs> feeling and being yeah. like this feels good but like I never did we've talked about this so many times I never did anything more than just like look at these images and be like "Ooh, I want to have sex you know like that was it but I, I really started masturbating once I started testosterone because my sex drive like went way through the roof oh really and that's when I started being able to like actually make myself come before that I would like touch myself and then be like bored after a while like his take too long like, yeah. <laughs> but then it, it was like a switch flipped in that regard too because now it's like whoa and it's like so much more powerful too after after being on testosterone oh awesome can you tell yeah. us the details of how you like to touch yourself um like circular motion and a lot of pressure, but not like directly on it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Above, yeah. above okay. where it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is very, very sensitive. Like very, very sensitive. Yeah, that's what I mostly do with my left hand. My left hand's my sex hand. <laughs> really? Wait, are you not left-handed? Yeah. No, I'm not left-handed. You use your non-dominant hand, hand to yeah. touch yourself. And when we have sex too, I use my left hand. It's like my right hand's like dumb at this stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> 
That's yeah. kind of amazing. Yeah. So well, you're. Would you say then you're ambisexuous? Ooh, I like that. I'm gonna write so that down. So no, I think, <laughs> I think that was great. No, I think it would actually here. for it to work language-wise and to also be fun. I think it'd have to be ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. You have to add a syllable. Ambidextrous. <laughs> okay, well, no, it's already so hard to say. Yeah. So, when you first started having partnered interactions, how was it touching other people? Like, I feel like it's hard enough to be in your own body and then to bring in other bodies. And if you're not hyper aroused, like I just want to touch everyone all the time, and I still struggle. So I'm just curious about how those experiences were for you. I, I can't remember the, too clearly the first time I had sex with a girl. I just remember being like, wow, like it felt like it was happening so fast because I was like, this has never happened before. Like there's mm. so much going on, so much stimulation. Like, Do you think you can't remember because you were nervous? Probably. And it was also like, I don't know, six years ago now, it feels like it's so long ago because it's like anything pre-transition just feels like an absolute eternity mm. ago. So I'm like, remember. And a lot, and then a lot of my other experiences, I was, was like intoxicated. So it's like, I can't. I can't really remember how I was feeling in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I definitely was just like, I, I remember being like when it was over, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And like seeing someone else's boobs, that mm-hmm. was the best. We talked about this like literally last night. Go on. Tell me more about the boobs. <laughs> it was just like, whoa. And like touching them, they're so soft. It's just like, because I had like pretty small boobs, and like everyone that I slept with up to you now had had like pretty big boobs like my ex-girlfriend had double d's it was almost like too much to handle i was like i don't it was like so much <laughs> but her boobs are the perfect size that's awesome <laughs> i always think it's so interesting to look at other i love different nipples i don't know like and it wasn't until i started seeing more naked women that i was like oh, mine are kind of small these ones can be big and long you know like i just i love them yeah, i don't yeah. know the different colors and everything there's so much more variation than we're taught to think. Oh, you my know? God. Yeah. Totally. Just in everything. <laughs> Definitely. Let's talk about oral sex before we move on to Marie's details. So yeah. did you partake in oral sex in your early days? Like, what's your yeah. relationship with it? I don't particularly like having oral sex done on me, mm-hmm. but I love doing it. Okay. That's one of my favorite things, yeah. Can you give us details about why for both? why i don't really know why i don't like it i think it's just like too intimate maybe i'd be okay now like like with you i feel like very trusting but in the past it's been like that's a little like too much there's too much like trauma there's too much like dysphoria Mm -hmm. to be like it feels i think it feels more feminine to have in my just in my brain because i remember the first few times i had sex like after transitioning it felt like very feminine to just be like laying there with someone between my legs it was just like too much it was like oh this is how girls have sex like that was how my brain was like uh Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like, and I haven't really done it in probably a couple of years now. Um, okay. As far as doing it with partners, I just like the taste. First of all, I like the taste a lot, and <laughs> I don't know. And I just love like being that close and like getting to look at someone. Yeah. That that part of your body that like no one else gets to see, kind of. You know. You don't like, even really get to see it that often unless you make an effort to look at it yourself. it's true it's true yeah like even so like you're true. seeing something that someone else doesn't even really get to see that often yeah, are, you, are you guys lights on or lights off depends, depends. on the time of day really <laughs> we, have a, <laughs> we have a choice lights on yeah sure. yeah can you tell us what your going down on moves are like uh, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe marie can interject here too if uh if you need assistance right 
I definitely <laughs> like to kiss on the thighs for a while, get yeah. real teasy, you know, yeah. like right in the crevice between like leg and pubic area, oh, you know, that's my tickle spot. I like that. And just like breathing. You like when I like breathe. Yeah, like, that's just nice. Breathe out, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just like one big like lick with a flat tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh, love the flat just, tongue. Like, get, just get right in there. And then like if I get the fingers in there, I hold my hand like with my thumb and I have these two fingers in like my pointer and middle finger and I'm like supporting the face with the rest of my hand. I'm getting so sweaty. Yeah, I'm pretty sweaty too. Actually. Also there's someone walking by so we might wanna Yes. Do you wanna have a breather break? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I want to just share something because it changed my life when it came to going down. Actually, you've probably heard me talk about this before if you listen to the podcast. I love when somebody went down on me and they were using my clit as if it were a tiny penis giving me a blowjob. And that is my new favorite way to have somebody go down on me because it has the wide feeling of a flat tongue, but the like suction pressure. And it's not exactly like giving a blowjob. It's like more sucking. It's like, when people say suck dick, like this is what you, you could actually suck clit, but like not, not sharp with your lips. You know how you can be like right around? It's like wider. Yeah. Like, so you're sucking in more skin. And for me, because my clit is so sensitive, it like gives me this extra, um, I don't know, this extra pressure without the like hypersensitive pain that I normally have. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to ask about that because you yeah. started talking about it and I was like, wow, that sounds like too much stimulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the lips are not directly on my clit. It's more like wide and around. And yeah. so I think you're also, I'm not exactly sure because this was a lover who I ultimately didn't really like that much as a person aside from his wonderful ability to teach me this new mm. skill and so i think he was also using like pressure of the face so like when i touch myself i'll often mm-hmm. use that too. Finger. i'll like use my my jaw exactly and so that creates this like really nice you know it's the same like if someone's like grinding on me with their pubic bone when they're inside me yeah. something so yeah or not actually just anyone any kind of grinding i also love humping legs i think i've talked about that yeah we'll get to that okay let's see anything any other zones of your body that are particularly erogenous that we should know about or just like things that you like in general for your own personal body my ears Mm. my ears like all she has to do is like kiss my ear once and i'm like yeah she breathes near me i'm like what are you doing (laughs) because like i've had top surgery so like i don't have nipple feeling anymore i didn't really like it before anyway but sometimes i'm like damn i like i wish i could like explore it more Mm. i just don't have sensations were they sensitive they were pretty sensitive yeah i just didn't really explore much and i didn't really like it yeah back then it was like too it was too dysphoric to like have someone actually paying attention to them so now I'm like, oh, I wish I had nipples that I like so that I could experience. <laughs> but maybe one day they'll slowly come back. Well, maybe they will. But also my nipples aren't very sensitive and I kind of love it because, but mm. then again, I'm also into pain. So it's like I can get clothespins. Yeah. Like I like having nipples no. that can get like slapped and hit and, you know, or just like some people just really like to be rough with them. And so I'm like, I'll go to town. I don't care. You know, like I don't, <laughs> I don't have to be worried about them. Okay. Right. Here's a question about your ear tongue in ear like a like how do you feel about that because i used to be team no and now i'm like team if i'm turned on enough yes <laughs> do you do that because i don't really know what's happening um, when you're up in there i'm just like no, whoa no I'm just more really. like on the outside i think it's because i'm like don't want to get like oh you're earwax <laughs> or anything <laughs> but also like i don't know i like like 
I don't really use my tongue a lot, oh, just a little. It's like lips. mostly biting yeah. or like yeah. using my lips Nibbles as a tongue, I guess, no, kind of. Like dragging my lip on yeah. the earlobe. Okay, that's what feels like a tongue to me. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> okay, I think it's time to focus a little bit on Marie's early experiences, or actually all of them. Let's do the same thing where we start with just give a few feeling words about where you feel your sex life is now, and then take us back to the beginning and tell us what you remember when you remember first hearing about sex. <laughs> okay, so right now I would say chef kiss. <laughs> um, it is. It's <laughs> so cute. It is just so great. It's really great. Um, I feel, number one, I think the biggest thing, aside from it being very satisfactory and like past satisfactory, I think the big thing too is that I feel very safe and I feel very loved and... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. It's just really, it's the, I mean, it's the best. So I guess, so first growing up, it was just me, my mom and my twin sister. and like if we ever had questions she would talk to us about it but I think really our only questions were ever like when we were little like like where's the baby come from and like how does that stuff work and she told us she was very open with us recently I've been trying to like unpack trauma from heteronormativity and like looking back on my past and being like wow that was gay oh my god um, yes. <laughs> and I remember my first thing I think I must have been like six or seven and there was this family that we were friends with and then we went to school with the two girls and one of the girls was in mine and my sister's grade um so we would all play together and one time we were pretending to be a husband and wife and we were under the covers of my bed and we were pretending to have sex i didn't really know what that meant like we had clothing on and we didn't kiss or anything i don't think but i remember we were like rubbing our bodies on each other and then my sister came in and she was like, what are you doing? I'm going to tell on you. And I was like, no, don't tell. <laughs> so that was like my, one of my earliest experiences. And funnily enough, she's queer now too. So mm -hmm. then I was 12 or 13 and I had like my first boyfriend and he was a lot older than me and he was very, um, he took advantage of me and so like a lot of my first actual like first experiences were like pressured on me and like non-consensual like i didn't even know like that men or boys could go down on women or girls and i didn't know that i didn't yeah. know about orgasms and i so like it was super traumatic just like experiencing those things but not in like a way where like I wanted to experience it, I, I didn't even know about them, so I didn't even know if I wanted to. Didn't even know what, you, what was happening. No, like, the first time I had an orgasm, I didn't even know what was happening to my body. Whoa! Can you tell us about that? How old were you? Where? What were the circumstances? So I was twelve or thirteen with this boy. Mm -hmm. He had was like had gone down on me, like me being like very like it was definitely not consensual because I it's kind of like asking until you get a yes type of situation. Mm -hmm. And then my body just like had that reaction because that's what bodies do. And I didn't know what was happening. I was like, I feel weird. I feel weird. Like, and I don't even think like I liked boys, really. I really don't think at that time I liked boys. So I just wanted to have a boyfriend because everyone has boyfriends. Yep. And <laughs> so that happened. And then like I 
had boyfriends in high school and we would do like touching and stuff um like sometimes oral but then I remember every time I got a boyfriend, I was always like, I'm not going to sleep with you because I didn't have a desire to. There was absolutely no desire for me to sleep with these boys. So I'd always tell them, like, I'm not sleeping with you. Either that's going to be okay with you or we just shouldn't date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was pretty upfront. And then I got to college and I so I knew that I was bisexual. I don't know, 12 or 13, kind of stuffed it down, told like my friends, my sister but didn't tell my mom or any other adults. Was there a moment that you knew? Like, when did you, because I didn't know until I was 25. Like, I just didn't even, I was like, yeah, probably everyone, but like, I don't know, actually. And then it was like, I got hit over the head by doing it. Um, Well, I think there was this one time in third grade, everyone, this like little group of kids in my class were telling everyone our crushes. And I was like, so who's your second crush? Mm -hmm. And they were like, and I was like, no, who's your second crush? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, never mind. Like, I was like, obviously, that's not a thing for them. Because I thought everyone had a boy crush and everyone had a girl crush. So then I kind of just stuffed it away. Because everyone was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, nothing. Oh, no. so sweet. <laughs> and then I think, like, around 12 and 13, I was noticing girls and, like, looking back on my childhood and being like well I like this girl but like feeling really weird about it so then I talked to my sister about it and we kind of figured it out but I never acted on it until I was 17 so it was like I knew about it and then I just kind of stuffed it away and I was like I'm gonna deal with that later (laughs) (laughs) and then I got to college and I went to a college in Vermont and Vermont has a lot of lesbians (laughs) and the college I went to had a lot of lesbians, which is great. So right away I dived in and I was like, yes, girls, girls, girls. And like, I had a couple experiences with some girls and it was super great. And then the first person I ever had sex with was at college when I was 18 and it was a girl. <laughs> and I remember, so in middle school, I read this book that my friend told me to read because I had like sexual stuff and it's just like, you have to read it. So I read it. And I didn't read, actually, that's why I didn't read all of it. I just got some good stuff. And there was this one part where I forget if it was the main character or someone, but they were talking about how the inside of the vagina feels like the inside of a mouth. And I was like, shook. I was like, no, that's not, I didn't know. Like, I've only ever had, like, I put, like, tampons inside of me, but that was it. And then I was like, that's not right. Like, I'm, that is such bullshit. That's not right. And then, so... I, this is the first person I'm having sex with and, you know, we're kissing and then I touch her, but I touch her on the inside and immediately my brain is like, that feels like an inside of a mouth because it's a, (laughs) they're both like mucous membranes. So I was shook. I was so, I was like, and in a negative way or was there a judgment? What kind of shook? It was just like, I was like, I was like, your book was right. I was like, the book was right. The book was right. So then my body not only is like, this feels like an inside of the mouth. My memory from middle school was like, remember that book? And then I laugh as we're kissing. And she's like, what's funny? And I was like, it's not you. Like, it's not, this is not, there's nothing funny about this. this I'll tell you later. I don't even remember if I told her because we ended up like seeing each other for a while. I, mu- I must have told her. So that was really funny. And then for a long time, I was just sleeping with women, with 
uh, with cis women. Mm-hmm. And then I really didn't have a desire to sleep with a man until I was like 20 and we had been dating or maybe like, yeah, 20, 21. And we had been dating for like a year. So I even waited long in the relationship to really like get his trust and, or, or like me be able to trust him in that way. And we just had like a really good bond. So I was like, I trust you. I want to try this with you. So we did. And it was good. He was very like giving and nurturing um, in like sexual experiences. And just the fact that I could trust him was like so big. Um, and then I continued sleeping with women. And then I slept with two other cis men, but it was like not great. <laughs> <laughs> and then we met. Yeah. Okay. How did you guys meet? <laughs> on tw- oh, yeah, that's a good story. On Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> what? So yeah. I was doing a bunch of activism for uh, a bill that was going through the state house in New Hampshire, and she was following the activism page that shared my story, and she thought it was cool. Mm, yeah. and liked it. This was like 14 months before we ever actually met. Yeah. So then we were just mutually following each other, and yeah. I had tweeted something about it, like how annoying my parents were about misgendering me on Easter of last mm. year. And she like sent me a message the next day to be like, hey, hope today was better, you know, just yeah. to like check in. And then we just started talking from there. It was like instantly connection. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On Twitter. I that's like maybe the best thing Twitter has ever done. Right. I think so. I think <laughs> so. But we also realized that we knew each other. Or, or, no, no, we didn't know each other, but our families went to the same church in high school. She remembers seeing Whoa. my family sitting like to the left in the front because we all had red hair. She's like, yeah. I remember your family. So like, oh, we found funny. so many different weird things like, where we've crossed paths. Like we went to the same therapist at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Like, the same exact lady like in high school. Right, again. Like, I forgot. I forgot that. It was just, there's like all these weird things where like we've like crossed, but not oh, that. Oh, yeah, that it's is really, really funny. And we keep coming up with other things where we're like, oh, my God. Oh my god! Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. really funny. It was yeah. meant to be. Yeah. I was like, yeah. say it. Obviously, sounds meant to be in the kind of universe. Was like, okay, now you can meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so when you met in person for the first time, what was that like? Uh, it was really cool. It was super easy. Yeah, we had been talking on the phone for like a week. Yeah. Okay. Prior to that, like nonstop, and then we were like, she was supposed to go away on a work trip for a week, and then we were like, can we see each other before you leave? Like, we couldn't wait. <laughs> so then. I just remember thinking, I wasn't expecting her to be shorter than me. She's shorter than me. Yeah, I'm only 5'1". And I, well, I'm 5'4". So I was like, I've, everyone I've dated has always been like an inch or two taller than me just because I was like a shorter woman. So uh-huh. I was like, first of all, I was like, whoa, she's shorter than me. You imagine me be like so But it was just tall. like instantly connection. After yeah. our first date, I was like, we're going to get married. <laughs> I literally called, literally called best friend. So that was the best first date of my life and I'm going to marry her. And she's like, I didn't even know you went on a date. And I was like, yeah, I did. So <laughs> here's the story. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And I don't think we said this. You guys are engaged. Yes. Yeah. We're we engaged. didn't actually say we're, that at the beginning. We were supposed to get married three months from now, but we uh, had to postpone yeah. to a year from now. Uh, COVID. Better safe than sorry, I guess. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but every time another month goes by, I'm like, we're supposed to get married. <laughs> but then that means a month closer to the new date. Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's oh. true. It's true. So, and it's only nine months out from its original date, so it's really not that. It just feels like forever because we were like so close, and now we're like, ugh. But I guess there's more time to plan too. Yeah, I'm not, to be honest, not we're complaining. Not doing the best. Yeah, we're <laughs> that sounds hard. Which one of yeah. you is more planny? 
me for sure. Okay. <laughs> and does that translate into the bedroom? No. no it's the complete opposite. That's the best part. I've never made that connection. <laughs> I'm 100%. You have never made that connection. No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm 100% the submissive. I'm so like, tell just me tell me what to do. do. <laughs> I mean, that, that actually makes perfect sense to me because as I'm like loosely dating, kind of looking around, I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm, I I would love to find someone who wants to tell me what to do in the bedroom, but also, like, they can't fuck with my life because, like, then it'll never work. You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. So can you tell us, tell us, let's see what happens if I say, talk to us together about your sex life. <laughs> well, one thing I wanted to talk about um, was, I was like, we have to make sure that we mention this, that we can't remember our first time yeah, together. Yeah, we can't. Because I mean, we were really? so nervous. Yeah. yeah. I can remember there was a lot of kissing. We kissed for a really long time. At the beginning, which was nice because, like, I liked that anyways. Yeah. And, like, I really liked kissing you. You were a good I, kisser. Like, at least from my perspective, I, like, didn't want to, like, be, like, like forcing myself on her. Like, I didn't want her to assume I, the only reason I had her come over was to do that. So I, I was, tell, like, letting I her tell. lead. Yeah. I was, like... I don't want to be that like toxic masculinity. Like I don't want to do that. I'm just right, going to yeah. go with her flow. Yeah. And we had talked about sex previously. Like mm-hmm. I was very open and also like he was, even though like the majority of my partners have been people who have vaginas, yeah. he was the first person who is trans that I've slept with. So like mm-hmm. I was very upfront. I was like, if like, what yeah, do tell you me prefer? What's good, what's not good. Yeah. yeah because we, I both, know. we both asked each other that. What do you yeah. like? What do you not like? Before we ever had sex, yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. Very, very yeah. <laughs> do you so. feel like? Oh God, I have so many questions. Oh, except I also just realized we didn't go through Marie's personal oh, preferences yeah, about masturbation and going down on oh, people yeah. and getting cut. Okay, we, I, we're gonna we're gonna backtrack. We're gonna come okay, back yeah. to you guys together. But Marie, please tell us the details. Sure. Or like when, when I. When did you start? I remember we talked about it before. Um, I was well. I was, well, I was a freshman or I was going into my freshman oh, year 14. of high school. 14. Yeah, 14. No, I was 13 because my birthday's oh, late. Oh, my birthday's late, sorry. <laughs> so my mom had given us this book about like your body and, and we had had it on the shelf for a while, me and my sister, and like I had never looked at it. And then like I was cleaning out books and I found it and I actually like looked at it and it talked and I didn't even know that women or people with vaginas could masturbate i didn't know i know Whoa. and this was like here's some wisdom that you should have and i was like what? <laughs> so and i think even just like looking at like the illustrations of like boobs and stuff and i was like <laughs> i like that <laughs> so <laughs> i it was very very pure but very like as a little confusing so yeah i think i was 13 or 14 and like i pretty much the same technique oh circles yeah yeah yep, as you because like no going inside no too much stimulation is like hurts and are you more like flat hand are you fingers how do you do it are you left hand or right hand which one's your dominant right, hand right which is funny right with my two first two but we one time we found this meme that was like which type of lesbian are you? And it's like, are you this type or are you this type? Yeah, the two pointer finger, middle finger, or middle finger, ring finger. Yeah, oh. she, your um, ring I'm finger, middle finger. No, you are. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. I'm middle finger, 
ring finger and you're the other the pointer and the middle <laughs> finger. So we were like, oh, we're both sides of the knee. I think I use three fingers. Wait, let me think. Wait. I know. Now I'm like self evaluating. Well, I got confused at the beginning. I do. I use three fingers. You're no a first. Yeah, you can do it. You just all of the above. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really know what I was doing at the beginning and I didn't, I like couldn't. It didn't really result in anything. It was just like, ooh, that feels good. But I didn't even know like what to think about because I was like, wanted to think about girls. But I like, I was like, I don't know what to think about girls. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to think about girls. And then, so it never really resulted in anything until like I was sexually active with boyfriends. And then I was like, oh, I know what to do. So, yeah. What about now? Oh, now? Yeah. Um, same technique. <laughs> so should I tell her about the other morning? Yes, well, last week. Oh, yeah. So this has never happened before. I'm a very like sensitive person, so like I'm sensitive to like other people's energies mm-hmm. and moods. I'm sensitive to chemicals. I'm sensitive to like stimulation. So like my body is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I woke up from a sexy dream, and I just like kept thinking about the sexy dream, and I was awake and like got off from just thinking about it like I didn't have to touch my what yeah <laughs> magical sometimes when she's just touching me she'll like, oh yeah finish. before me even yeah, but that, yes. makes that makes just sense. from touching me her body's like oh yes that makes sense though because number one I can because like I can smell when he's turned on yeah that's really oh. she's like corny and I'm oh. like so like, I'm very very sensitive yeah. to are you are you magic I, I don't so. know maybe will you tell us about mouth stuff you mean like oral? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, I enjoy getting it. I don't like, well, I guess I kind of have like a complicated relationship with it. The first time I ever did it, ever engaged in it, it was not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So with people who have penises, I do it physically repulses me. I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> And then when I started sleeping with women, cis women who have vaginas, I always did it. It didn't, it, I didn't either like it or not like it. I just did it because it was like sexy to make them feel good, but I didn't let, enjoy the act. I enjoyed the results of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health. But if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Lovers, I do believe that we can always make loving, lasting impressions by connecting and being present and chasing our pleasure and our partner's pleasure. And if your priority is making a deep, deep impression between two beautiful, enthusiastic thighs or cheeks in the name of partnered pleasure, I get it. I've worn a strap on now. I, too, love having a hard cock. 
Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. This is a question for both of you. How do you feel like your early experiences allowed you to both come together and then like communicate it sounds like fairly early on about sex i think it was a perfect storm honestly yeah i was like well before we even met i made a list of like requirements of the next person i was gonna be with because i was so tired of dating like and just like not so i was like gotta be my age gotta live near me gotta know what they're doing with their lives like has tattoos and then i was like sober and, because and knows what they're doing with the female body because i'm so tired of bad yeah. sex yeah. Like, because everyone else sleeping with us have like never slept with someone with a vagina before. I'm like, you have one of these. How yeah. do you not know what you're doing? I'm one of so those like, people, though. Be... I'm one of those bad people. I'm just like, I don't <laughs> know. It's different. Mm-hmm. And I was not good at communicating it with yeah. past partners about what to do because it was just like, I don't have the energy. And I was like, that has to be a requirement. They've got to know what they're doing. So and then we just went into it like very openly. Like, mm-hmm. So well, this is how many people we slept with. This is the experiences we've yeah. had. Also, what do you like, like? What do you not like? So that we don't cross boundaries. Yeah, and I was like, asked about testing because like mm-hmm. I always get yeah. tested yeah. before new partners. Yeah. Will you each tell me a little bit about what your conversations around safer sex were like? So I guess I've always been really straightforward with people just because I'm also like a super worrier and like always have mm-hmm. been. So my worry over like, catching anything outweighed any awkwardness that I felt at all so I was always like um in high school I like I was safe but I also wasn't like getting tested or because even if it's just like oral sex or like hand stuff you really should still get tested but I wasn't doing that because I didn't really have the means to but then I got Mm -hmm. to college and I got tested when I had my first girlfriend because we were going to sleep together and she was a lot older than me and like had a lot more partners than me. So I was like, well, why don't we both go get tested? So we did that together. Hmm. Um, and then that was the first hmm. time I got tested. What did she think about that? Like, was she like, okay, about? Um, I think she was kind of a little weird about it. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because she was older. She was 10 years older than me. Yeah. Or if she thought it's because we're both women that we don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think we were filling out, the, it was so long ago, but I we were, think we were filling out the form together and she was like, I asked like what you want to get tested for. And I was like, why don't you just do all of it? She was like, Oh, well, like I've never slept with men and like, like only men like get AIDS. And I was like, no, we're getting tested for all of it. Like you want to sleep together. And then we're yeah. Also that's not true. <laughs> right. Right. right, right. I don't know. She was just kind of weird about it. Mm. But we did it anyways, because I was like, either we're doing this or we're not sleeping together. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then pretty much that was my routine. Like, before having any new partner, I would get tested. Um, or if I had slept with someone without, like, planning, I would get tested afterwards mm. with men who I've suddenly slept with three cis men. And one of them was a long-term relationship. And every single time we used protection, every single time, like always. Condoms or were you, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, condoms. And then I was on birth control for a while, but that wasn't as a contraceptive. It was just for like health stuff. Um, So I did that. 
and I always got tested after, asked them to get tested to like before if it was like a not planned out thing I asked them to get tested too before we did anything and then with women I was always sleeping with other cis women so we never really used like any uh what are they called dental dams yes we never used never used one either I don't even yeah I don't have it just felt it just felt like really um I mean, it's always good to practice safe sex, and I don't know why I have, like, this stigma about it, but it also, it felt kind of, like, like clinical and, like, sterile, mm. so, like, we just never used it, but I o- always made sure to get tested with someone I was dating, or if it was just, like, a one-time thing, I would get tested after, so okay. um, I felt pretty good about that, and I was never, like, shy or anything about asking people, because I was like, my health comes first, and what am I going to feel like if I get something? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be pissed. So I'll just do this instead and be really straightforward. And if someone has an issue with it, then, like, why do you want to be having sex with them anyway? Right. Or yeah, there's no relationship with them anyway, you know? Yeah. It means they're likely to put you at risk in other ways as well, usually. And, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. As far as I'm concerned, I never <laughs> had conversations about... <laughs> never, ever? No, um, no. We did? We did. This is the first time. <laughs> it so was, I was very straightforward which is funny because I had just gotten tested or I was just gonna about to be having a pap smear, which oh. then they do testing. You can get testing done then. So yeah. I was like about to have an appointment like the first week we met. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm actually getting it done this week. I don't even remember. I feel like I had gotten the test when I first started hormones too or something. I honestly can't remember, but I never ever had a conversation with a partner about it. Did your parents ever talk to you about it? No, because they were all like, <laughs> don't have sex till you're married and yeah. don't marry women. So Okay. That but they <laughs> Okay, this actually reminds me of this really scary story that a school nurse told us in seventh, sixth or seventh grade. One time, it was like health class, but it wasn't like sex ed yet because we were still too young. Oh, yeah. And I remember she was saying that we had, we were a town that also had a college, and she was saying that she was a nurse at a college, and she was saying that she just did STI, STD testing mm-hmm. for the kids there. And she did one for this one girl, and she found out that she had AIDS, and she got it French, but she was like, oh, I want to sleep with my fiance and we're about to get married. And the fact, like, her fiance was obviously cheating on her or, like, already had it. And then the school nurse said, this is why you should wait until marriage. And I'm like, no, because she would have still caught it if yeah. she had gotten married. Like, yeah. She yeah. was walking right into it. Instead, she got tested and found out and who she was about to marry right. and dodged a bullet. Totally. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Oh my god! It just like randomly reminded me. I forgot to tell you this, but a, a realtor told me that one time she was at a septic inspection, and the inspector saw condoms floating in the tank. And the it was and the the wife, the homeowners were there, and the wife was like, she had had a hysterectomy or something or whatever. She's on, so they didn't need to be using condoms. So he's like, she was like, uh, those are not his. We get, we don't use condoms. So he had been like cheating on her. Oh. He's never washing the condoms, I guess. So that's how she found out that her husband was cheating. I am shocked. <laughs> was the condoms in the tank? Wow! Is that hilarious? I can't believe I forgot. No, that. that makes me feel. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's so. This is vile. Because those things float on the top. So. Wow. That is yeah. I was like, whoa, that's a story. <laughs> I guess are are that. you supposed to flush condoms? I feel like that's no. Not, you're not no. supposed to flush condoms. Right? It's bad. Yeah. Like not even environmentally. They don't break down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, question for you. So you yeah. didn't have conversations, but did you have safer sex or was it all unprotected? It would be all unprotected, yeah. Okay. Because I was only sleeping with women. Uh-huh. 
And then once when I was trying to figure out my gender, I slept with a guy and we were both really drunk. And I don't remember any of it, so I'm pretty sure we probably didn't use a condom. And I didn't think of it till I was like having surgery like two weeks later. And they're like, we have to do a pregnancy test before you go under. And I was like, oh my God, this, <laughs> oh my God. this could be the worst way to find this out. My mom is in the wrong way. <laughs> but that was fine. But I was like, I hadn't thought about it since then. I was like, oh my God, I don't remember if we used a condom or not. Oh my God. And I'm sitting in the hospital like, but it was fine. But I was like, oh, shoot. So a lot of my, yeah, a lot of my sexual encounters were drunken anyway. So I don't, there was not a lot of clear thought happening. Which is like a big contrast with our relationship too. Because this oh, is the yeah. first time that you've had like a lot of sober sex, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I got sober in 2018. How is that? Sober sex? Better? Because <laughs> you can remember it later. Yeah. I think, I mean, I was having a lot of drunk sex when I was in college and trying to figure out my shit and like not in my early transition i was just like disconnected from myself so i had to like be somewhere else you know to, to feel okay and only just in our relationship i started being able to like get out of my head more i think we talked about that a little bit mm -hmm. before, but, mm -hmm. yeah. but i think also just having i think a couple of things so like having trauma early on in mm -hmm. life like this was always especially with I mean, all of my partners, but especially with women, I was always like, because I knew how like my situation made me feel with someone mm -hmm. else and never wanted to make other people exactly. feel that way. Mm -hmm. So I was, I'm always like, if we can't talk about it, then we shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, also, I think just being like an LGBTQ person myself, I think I'm more aware of being like, what's okay with you? Mm -hmm. Like, what words do you like? Because some trans people don't like certain words for their body. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that I was using right words that wouldn't cause any type of dysphoria and that just reminded me also like i used to not really like being penetrated mm -hmm. before we met but like i mean it's still like i can really only tolerate like one finger but it feels so good but then mm -hmm. like after it hurts because of like testosterone mm -hmm. makes you more mm -hmm. set up but like it's more sensitive mm -hmm. but i never really liked it before until i met her because i one of the first things i said was i don't like penetration mm -hmm. okay, and, okay. and then like so I forget how we even transitioned to that. I think one time you were like, do you want to try? And I was like, sure. Mm -hmm. A question for both of you. How do you feel about butt stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> we talk about this like, right often. We're just like, no. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Not interested. No, it's just like there's, mm -mm. there's just so much prep yeah. to if you're even interested in it. And then, yeah. Mm. I feel like you, you got one good hole. I mean, I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> if, you're, if you're both not into it, then there is yeah, no reason to even, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's That's just perfect. funny. Every once in a while, we're like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> just like randomly, we're like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about your sex life, kind of the details? Like, how often do you do it? Do you feel comfortable sharing some of the things that you love the most about each other or just wherever you want to kind of take that? <laughs> so at the beginning of our relationship it was like all the time every time we saw each other pretty yeah much. <laughs> and because we lived about an hour apart yeah for like mm -hmm. the first like nine months of our relationship mm -hmm. how often would you see each other during that time like every, every, weekend. every weekend and like a, sometimes on weeknights mm -hmm. and then eventually it just became like every single weekend and like every single night i started driving out there back and forth but mm -hmm. yeah and then now I have some chronic illness stuff that kind of just like popped up 
So it makes me like my libido and like wanting to is still very high. It's still the same, but like my physical ability to is not the same. Mm -hmm. So, which is like a huge bummer, but like we still talk about it and we still, we still do have sex and Mm -hmm. it's still like always good. We just have to like time it better for like, when like you're feeling a, good yeah yeah it's pretty much all on her you know because i'm like i'll whenever you want to i am ready like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's where i'm always at like yeah yes okay yeah. like i'm always in the mood pretty mm. much so really you know. what about pretty, when you first wake up sometimes i wake up and masturbate yeah <laughs> i masturbate every single night before i go to bed <gasps> do you guys have sex dreams i yeah i just had a sex dream the other night we were in an airport like and she was humping my leg we were the only people there it was like four o'clock in the morning we're in poland in the airport i don't even like it was so weird and she was like humping my leg and i remember and we were talking in the dream like why didn't we think of this sooner mm-hmm. <laughs> but that goes to we recently just discovered doing that like with each other yeah we just discovered humping and how good it is <laughs> i don't really know where good. we have been for a year we're like, I what the heck? well i mean there's so much to explore because like yeah it's not boring it's not ever boring no we always we're always trying something different can yeah. you tell us about some of the different things you've tried well, Ooh, but first, for- wait but first i want to know are you coming in real life if you're having an orgasm in your dream that's where i want to go with this sex, with the dream question oh, i think so yeah oh, i've yeah. woken up like after having one in a dream like whoa really yeah i like whoa that was real yeah yeah definitely and i definitely have had before and then well you're magical so it doesn't surprise me yeah if you can have orgasms (laughs) just in regular life just just thinking about getting turned on like that's just amazing (laughs) (laughs) when did we it was i think it was like four months into our relationship that we like got a strap on Mm -hmm. just because we were like let's like not because we were like lacking in any way but because Mm -hmm. we were like ooh, get something else toys yeah Uh, yeah so the first one we got was like <laughs> this little tiny thing. It was like I don't know, like four inches, but really skinny. Uh-huh. Yeah, because um, we were being cognizant. Because we like, were like, okay, like let's find finger. something that we can yeah. both use. But then it was like <laughs> too too small for her, but almost <laughs> it like I know like it felt good on me, but it was like almost not long enough. It wasn't because it, it didn't account for like the space between. Yeah, like us. she couldn't get close enough, so we were like, yeah. this feels really good, but it's like not hitting the right spot right the width of it was perfect so i just need like that one but like an inch longer okay but anyway then we then we were like horny when we ordered the next one so we got the biggest one it was like the size of the same company and i have a picture of the two of them next to each other it's like this big versus like this huge oh thing we're God. like i was so shy so i can't use it but we use it on you quite often mm-hmm. so Ooh, i think it's like seven inches i want to say it's big it's yeah. big and it's big and black and the other one's like little and purple and it's like it was just absolutely hilarious i was like i think we ordered this we were too horny because we were like yeah (laughs) i mean if it's working it's working right yeah so yeah yeah, we use that every once in a while but but like right now we don't live together yet because of like stuff at our apartment and her her sensitivities and stuff so Mm. we're very much having to be like teenagers like hush hush under the blankets and in her bedroom you know like and hope no one comes in kind of thing so like last weekend was one of the first times we had sex without clothes on in like a while that was so nice everybody was gone because her, her her sister and her mom and her nephew were gone and we were like oh my god we're alone take your clothes off like, <laughs> it actually like took time doing it it was yeah. really nice versus like sometimes we're like let's just make out and touch each other really quick oh, and wow. hope that so nobody comes in the room you know so yeah. 
is that like weirdly hot? Because like the fact that you haven't had that like regular naked open sex we available. Were, we were like, what, we went like three rounds because we were like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's when we discovered the humping. Yeah. 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 Okay, so humping, naked humping with clothes on humping. Tell us about the humping, please. I was wearing underwear. You were wearing underwear. Well, the first no, the the first time we did it, we had clothes. Oh, the first time we did it, we had clothes on. It was one of the sneaky yeah. nights. Yeah, which was so <laughs> n- I don't know. It was so nice because I could like, I think I just like it because we can be close together. Yeah. Well, I'm very easy, so like, quick, just so quick, all the time. And yeah, well, you just can, have like, to think about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's super easy. Uh, yeah. Oh like, yeah. Finger you for like two minutes, and she's like. Which is weird because it's never been like that with other partners. She can come from just her nipples, too. Like how? Sucking, licking, flicking, snipping, but... Yeah. Okay. Like anything. (laughs) Like a a job. I kind of am like... I do the same thing I do when I'm giving oral. I just do it to your nipple. Mm -hmm. Essentially. With my mouth. Same like thing with my mouth. It's amazing. That's That's what we do a lot. Like if she's on her period. She's Mm -hmm. just like, want to suck my nipples? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. How did we discover the humming thing? I don't even remember. We're like just making Oh, I think we were just, yeah, we were just making out. It was like a natural thing. Our bodies Just like rubbing. I was just like moving my hips against you. And Mm -hmm. you just started to go faster. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. But (laughs) it's so sexy because I can hear you like breathing in my ear. And then I can smell like all your pheromones. And it's just like, Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor, and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice, so I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Fleur and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Fleur app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Fleur now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. Oh, another story I just remembered is, so the weekend we went, we went away for a weekend when I proposed to her and we were staying in this tiny house, tiny house thing in, at a campground. Mm-hmm. And the night that we got engaged, we like woke up at like three in the morning and we were both just like, hey, want to have sex? <laughs> it's like randomly. I don't even know. We both woke up at the same time. Yeah, we're just like, it was weird. Hey. We're, our bodies are very in tune because yeah. we can like we can come at the same time. What? Like regularly? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like it's because like I think I have a little bit more control <laughs> yeah. of with timing. Yeah. 
I don't know. Like so, the last week. Yeah, because she's magic. When we had like the alone time, we could actually be naked. She was sitting. I was laying down on my back, and she was sitting on top of me, like facing. So I was looking at her back. So she was touching me and herself at the same time, and I was reaching around, touching her nipples, and then we like came at the same time. That's so hot. Also, it it sounds very beautiful. Yeah, and I was like, next time we're putting a video camera on the other side, so I can see. So you guys are in a committed relationship. Have you made? homemade porn or pictures or anything not yet but that's something we've talked about doing we were going to do it on our honeymoon this year but maybe, oh, <laughs> maybe you should do it on the day you were supposed to get married and that could be your porn that could be your anniversary. <laughs> that's an amazing idea we've been wanting to get like a you know a handheld camera so it's not like a digital thing yeah, yeah. But like it accidentally hacks so we're like yeah. okay we'll be a little smart about it but yeah great yeah, I have a bunch of videos like on my phone. We take some videos sometimes. Just like her touching me or like videos that she sent me. We've sent each other. That's amazing. So. Do you guys, <laughs> are you into sexting? Well, it sounds like you're spending a lot of time together now. So you maybe don't sext each other. We still do. We still do. We do. Because <laughs> like at the beginning of a relationship, we, we pretty much would like see each other all week. And then like the weekdays would be like, oh, if I get out of work earlier, I'll come for the night or something. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, we, we, we still do sext. Yeah, like send voicemails to each other, yeah, like, like over Instagram. <laughs> Talking about like what we want to do or what we'd like to do to each yeah. other. Yeah, we're just very, very communicative mm-hmm. with each other. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did you start out communicating that way or was it like you were like, hey, babe, like, do you want to try sexting or did it just happen organically? It just happened. Yeah. We were kind of almost sexting before we even had sex. Yes. We yeah, because I was asking you what you like. And then it kind of turned into a little bit of sexting. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the when did we first send like nudes to each other? I can't remember. After we had sex, probably. I think after. Oh, I don't know. I was, well, I what's when you like, I would have like just on. a t shirt on or something yeah. before, but. No, because at first she'd send me some on Instagram, but like have like emojis over like her boobs and her crotch. So oh. be like a little t- <laughs> yeah. And then finally she graduated to just like letting me see her nipples. <laughs> I, I will say, like, just as a person that I, you know, I love nudes, mm-hmm. trying to meet people on Tinder who like, it's weird because you wouldn't think it would be a hard thing to find someone to like share nudes with, but finding someone who's like actually enthusiastic and responsive. And I don't. I know people say I'm excited, but I don't think I'm, like, insanely excited. But my experience trying to interact with other people is, like, I don't know. Some part of me is, like, maybe I should be putting emojis over there so they have something to look forward to. Because I definitely feel like I get taken for granted. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, well, are are you saying that people are, like, hesitant to send them to you as well? They're just not as excited as I am. Like that's so strange. People will send me stuff. I mean, I get, but honestly, I get more nudes from listeners because I'm asking for them than I do right. from people. Like when I was swiping, I would be like, "And if you want to send me anything," and they just wouldn't. Oh, that's so strange. Like one guy would only send me pictures of like his heart on through his boxers, which is also fine and also good. But it's like, I don't know. I was sending him lots of things, and yeah, that's really strange. So you guys said you were both very nervous. When you first had sex, is that when you were nervous? We talk about nervousness. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we don't remember it. I just remember kissing. Mm-hmm. I remember it being good. Yeah. Yeah, we both came. It was good. But I can't remember, like, what even happened. Like, I, like, blacked out. First, what even went out, you know, like. It was the first time I had had sex in over a year, okay. too. So I was, like, <sighs> really nervous because of that. Can you say more about that? 
Yeah. Um, so also he was the first person I had kissed in over a year because I had just gotten out of a marriage actually. Well, not just, but like our year prior to that. So like he was the first person I had kissed after that mm. or had sex with. Like I hadn't been dating. I hadn't been talking to anyone, nothing just like dry for like a long time. And then we had our date and I was like, oh my God, what if I forgot how to kiss? What if I'm a bad kisser? <laughs> and then we kissed and it was fine. It was great. Yeah. It was that very to me every single time. Like, <laughs> like, do people forget how to kiss? I don't know. Is it like riding a bike? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like riding a bike. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so it was the first time I had had sex with anyone in a really long time. So I was nervous because of that. I was nervous because I was really attracted to him. And then I was also nervous because he was the first trans person I was going to sleep with. Yeah. So I was nervous that I didn't want to make him uncomfortable in any way mm-hmm. on accident. So I was yeah. like really nervous about that. Yeah. And what about your nervousness, Daniel? I think it was, I was mostly nervous about like, I was always nervous about like people seeing me naked. It, it feels very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I was nervous. Like, well, what if she thinks it's weird or, you know, like something like that. Like I had all sorts of thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. But like, you felt good that I had been sleeping with yeah, people. I think that feeling was a lot stronger when I was like always sleeping with like women who had only been with men. I felt like I had to like, like perform mm-hmm. extra to like match up to a penis, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So I always felt like very insecure in that way. So I was just worried about feeling that way again. But I did like feel really completely comfortable when it was all happening. You know, I didn't have that feeling of like, oh no, what if she misses this? You know. Yeah. Is there anything else to say about nervousness and sex? I've just been so nervous lately, and it makes me I feel like worse at sex because it's like another thing to like contend with. But it sounds mm-hmm. like you guys dropped in once you started yeah. touching each other. We definitely. It was did, like, like very, very, yeah, yeah. very comfortable awesome the only other time i was nervous was one time she was like when you wanted me to tie you up with the tie oh my god go on wait 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 tie you up wait these people said they weren't kinky wait what i know i didn't like it but for a while she's like what if you tie me up sometimes i I was like i am so scared of doing that i think it's because i think i see the assertiveness as sexy because like that's how i am like that's how i've always been with all of my partners like i'm the move maker like Mm -hmm. even just like in initiating yeah the relationship i'm always the person who like dives in so i think like i thought that was sexy and i think it also there was like a picture of like a woman tied up so i think like i thought that was sexy so i thought my brain was like maybe you'd like that and then i was like okay and then we did it and i was like and you're like like and then she was like i can touch myself you know like she like But it was for, but I was so nervous. I was like, "Am I doing it too tightly?" And it feels so bizarre because I'm always just to like You're do so whatever, so you know. And it was like to be the one like holding her down and tying her up. I was like, I feel so weird doing. When this. we first started sleeping together, I noticed how how you're very gentle. <laughs> yeah, what did you tie her up with? My tie, my You're tie that I was gonna wear to church the next day. Oh my god! Stop. stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys have any inklings of explorations in the realm of like group sex or inviting in other people or sex parties or anything like that no we're pretty content yeah i've done it once and it it was kind of like a double-edged sword like it was very comfortable because it was all other women so like and beforehand before we started okay all right well, yes. <laughs> you make it sound like you had like a lot of women. No, 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 no. It's just me and, and three other girls. But beforehand, we all like kind of like huddled up and we're like, okay, is there anything you really don't like? Like, let's all talk about it before we do it, which is really nice. And then 
one girl ended up feeling sick and like so we stopped immediately and we're like holding her hair and like getting her water mm-hmm. and like being very like how girls are like very nurturing and like oh my god are you okay like what do you need so in that sense it was really nice because it was very like there's so much feminine energy and feminine energy is like so healing and so nice and but then after everyone left and I was like "Mm, I don't like this part (laughs) it made me feel very like empty after everyone left and I was like I don't like that so yeah that sounds like a drop like it almost sounds like you guys needed extra aftercare or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think also it might've been cause we were so focused on like making sure that that one girl was okay. Yeah. That we were really like. Checking in. With your, yeah. Your okay, own you're gonna be, yeah. 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 But I think with us, it's, I feel very fulfilled. Yeah. And yeah. I think for me personally, I think it would be very messy with like emotions and jealousy. Mm-hmm. I think I would get jealous. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of attention. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was um, going to say, does your dominant side feel like possessive or is it like possessive and worship me? Or can you articulate what that jealousy feels like to you? How does it feel? Well, I think like sometimes you'll mention like people hitting on you and oh. I'm like, well, duh, he's so hot. Obviously they're going to hit on him. Um, but then I'm also like, be like um excuse me rude don't hit on my person (laughs) (laughs) and I think in bed that would not translate well for me with multiple partners I just like don't feel like I would be able to like trust somebody else Mm -hmm. you know like it'd just be weird to try and get someone in and like on our level so to speak yeah and I think just don't want to also, yeah. one thing for me, too, is germs. Like, <laughs> I'm only sharing my germs with him. Yeah. And, like, we've both been tested. And especially just with, like, my chronic illness stuff, like, I don't want to be getting other people's yeah, germs in my even, system. Yeah. We haven't even uh, kissed with tongue in, like, I don't know, since July, probably. Just because, like, trying to make get you feeling better faster. Yeah. Oh, wow. But sometimes when we're, like, really turned on, you know, one of us, like, slip a tongue in there and we're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, you know, we're trying not to do that. So, wow, that's super yeah. intense. But we've had, like, even so, like, our kissing is still, like, so hot. And so, mm-hmm. like, so good. Like, one time we were on a picnic off, like, in this park. Well, no, it was not. It well, was, like. Not like not a, park, a public park. park. It's it like, a, like um... it's like a recreational park. So there's like trails and uh-huh. different like clearings. So whatever. we were very hidden. We were, we were not like yeah, out in public. We, we were very much the spot we always go to is like very private. Like maybe like three times out of like twenty going there, we've seen other people. But we were like making out and like you were kind of rubbing up. Were you kind of humping my leg? And I then I so. just had my hand up her shirt, like touching her nipples, and like she came from that. But that was like some really good kissing mm-hmm. without tongue we were like wow that was so good like mm-hmm. we kissed for like so long mm-hmm. that's amazing kissing yeah. is so fun and i feel like people yeah. skip it sometimes when they get yeah, into the sexy stuff yes. or they don't yeah. come back to it once they start doing other sexy things no, I love the yeah my favorite thing is to be kissed while i'm coming like uh, like if, <laughs> if i'm with a partner and like i'm having an orgasm i'll probably grab them and try to put or put my mouth on them somewhere i love it mm-hmm. i almost feel like sometimes like we like sometimes when we're trying to be quick we don't kiss long enough and then it like it takes me longer to come because mm. it's like we didn't have as much like build up building up the kissing really yeah turns me on a lot totally <laughs> yeah. okay so i hear that you have had some outdoor experiences do you have any other 
exciting locations to share or dreams of future locations that you'd like to uh, do it in? I don't know about future location. That was really the only like public, so to speak, and then we were outside. Most of the time, we're pretty pretty private, or just like in your bedroom trying to help make sure your sister doesn't walk in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, in the shower a lot. Because the bathroom do. is like a private place. It's the only have. place we're like alone, alone yeah. a lot of times. So yeah. we, we were talking just the other day about things we wanted to try. Oh, right. <laughs> we want, I this actually got this idea from the podcast because like so other people have talked about it. It's like meeting up in public and pretending that you don't know each other. Oh my gosh, so fun. Yeah. That's I was like, fun. what do you think about that? And she's like, oh my God, I love that. So like, once never... we're allowed to go into public spaces again. Yeah. Gonna... Yeah. Because I'm so interested what like you would have thought of me without knowing me yeah, or like having any like that. formal introduction of like meeting through the internet yeah just like running into each other because you because you're always like oh well, i would not have talked to you i would have been too, too shy yeah. and <laughs> so this way we can like so like let's better. make up characters almost that we're gonna <laughs> like, i'll be a, like a frat boy and oh my god barf <laughs> i would talk <laughs> into that <laughs> So that's one that we want to do. Honestly, like once we can actually live together, we're just looking forward to like not having to be so sneaky yeah. mm-hmm. or yeah. calculating with it, you know, because it's like, oh, everyone's gone. They're taking advantage of this like hour of all that at the grocery store. Because sometimes like being quick and everything is like sexy, but also like it kind of brings down the level of intimacy mm-hmm. that is like allowed for, which I miss. Mm-hmm. Like I just miss being able to lay naked with you. Yeah. Yes. Like, Settled in so long because it's like okay patrol's back on yeah <laughs> that's such a good point i love the like luxurious lay naked staring and then maybe it turns into something again or maybe it's just playing and just like that spaciousness is what i love mm-hmm. yeah and anyone with a taurus moon is gonna love that too <laughs> all the time so we'll be like looking at each other and she's like want to touch me again and like, yeah. yes <laughs> such a sensual thing like, she has such a fast rebound she'll yeah. like go through three times but i'm like one and done in a session and i yeah. show them those three times. yeah which i love i don't care i like touching them no so totally <laughs> what are your honeymoon plans sexually but also location wise <laughs> <laughs> we're going to stay at like a cottage with my family does airbnb so we have it for a week and maybe go hiking or something around there. I don't really know what there is to do around there. We we were offered it for free, so we're like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Uh, Amazing. Well, we were going to make our sex tape. Just enjoy nakedness, really, yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> Easily pleased. Right. Walk around naked, you know. Yeah. When, we should be living together, hopefully, before next year. But oh, yeah. At this point, that's my fantasy. It's like just being together. Just being able to naked. wake up together. Yeah. Or like fall asleep after sex. Yeah, yeah. Will be. Oh, that's what I miss so much. Mm-hmm. I miss that so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get so sleepy, and I'm like, okay, yeah. okay nap time. <laughs> Wait, are you guys not allowed to sleep in the same bed right now? Or you're just yeah, because she's staying at her mom's, and I'm in our apartment. Okay. Yeah, well, like we're allowed to be like if we fall asleep during the day or whatever. It's just that my mom doesn't want so many people sleeping in the house. It's totally. not like a yeah, yeah, a yeah. purity thing. Or no, anything. it's not. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. It's just like a life circumstance yeah. right now where we're able to sleep together at night. So, mm-hmm. oh, wow. so it would be nice to just be able to like, because we used to like on the weekends sometimes, like, you know, have sex quietly where we were spending the night. Mm-hmm. And like, asleep, and like in the middle know. of the night. Yeah. Our fantasies are pretty basic be naked and have sex whenever we want. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. those are those are good fantasies, and also like right. <laughs> you can definitely like achieve those, and there's definitely something right. to that. Is there anything else sexually that you want to share about yourselves or each other, or like your experience that you think other people should hear, or just thoughts about sex in general? Well, the one thing I can think of is that the first time I saw someone else's boobs was like. Oh yeah, I forgot. We were talking about. We literally were talking about this last night. Yeah, we were. <laughs> what was you thinking the first time you saw someone's boobs? Uh, yeah, because I remember it being like, well, it was this with the same girl that was the person who I first had sex with. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of firsts going on, mm-hmm. and so I remember she took off her shirt and her bra, and I'm like looking at her boobs, and I'm like, oh my, like kind of blacking out a little, and I'm like so nervous and excited, and then I'm like touching them and I'm feeling like it's like that I kept having this feeling that like an adult was gonna walk into the room and be like what are you doing like me just because it was like a sexual thing but also it was like you're being gay you're touching someone else's Mm -hmm. boobs right now so it felt like very exciting but I also felt like should I not be doing this but it was like I liked it too much to not do it so (laughs) and then last I would love it if each of you would tell us if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sex advice. Sexual advice? Sex advice? Sex advice? Give, yo- give your younger self some sex advice. Sexual. What do I say? I say this question all the time. If you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sex advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? I would probably pick... I'd say 22. And just say communicate. Communicate about what you want and what you like. And don't expect the other person to just know. Mm-hmm. I think that was a lot of what was hanging me up back then was like expecting the person to just f- figure it out yeah. and not communicating. So I think I would have had probably some better experiences <laughs> if I was just like, no, don't do that. Do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I would go back to like 12 and I would say like, I would say a couple of things. I would say you do not have to do something that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And if you, if it's not a complete yes, then it's a no. Because yeah. um, I think I didn't really understand that being talked into saying yes is not consent. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I would also say like, <laughs> you're like, you're pretty gay. <laughs> so you should probably do something. You should probably, I don't know, think about that. I, w- I don't know maybe I would say it nicer than that because yeah. it would probably be a shock but I would be like you know boys will always be there you know I think <laughs> maybe you should just think about women and you know at 12 other girls and you know it's okay if you want to kiss them or have a girlfriend actually one thing that I do want to mention is the first time I kissed a girl was when I was 17 and it was with my really close friend and she had graduated already so she was out she was a lesbian and then I contacted her and was like hey I'm bisexual and just like wanted to come out to her but also like hey I'm bisexual (laughs) Um, and so we started seeing each other and the first time we kissed I was really really shocked at how because I'd only kissed boys so I was like very shocked at how soft her lips were and how small they were I like I couldn't even like I obviously liked it but my brain was like what yeah and then I remember so like I grew up Catholic so there's like 
my mom was never like very um, condemning of homosexuality. She had a gay brother. We had gay friends, Mm -hmm. but it was more of like whatever the church said it is where I felt shame. So after I kissed her, I got physically ill because I had so much internalized homophobia and so much shame Mm -hmm. that like I literally had a fever like after we kissed because I was like so shamed. I was so, so full of shame. The first girl I kissed was one of my friends who was older than me. And I, the same thing was like, I didn't talk to her for like three months because I was so ashamed of myself. And I, I wish I still had this journal I had back then, but I wrote about like how disgusting I was and like, why did I do that? Because that was what you're taught in the kind yeah, of church that we both so we grew up in. It's like, that's the worst possible thing you could do. So it took so long, it took me like a year to like get over that. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, that, and it was like, that was the best thing ever. Then it was like, oh yeah. my God, I'm so disgusting. Yeah. You know? It was a very, and I think it's even more harmful that it is like something that is so enjoyable and then you find such disgust from it because it's like, it's just like extra harmful that Mm -hmm. way. I feel. Yeah, I totally didn't think about that. 100%. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank God you like kissing so much now. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Do you have a sex question for me? When did you have your first girl kiss? And like, when did you kind of figure out your queerness? So, so late. My, I mean, well, actually not. Here's the thing. I figured it out. I feel late, like not late. But not. <laughs> well, here's the thing. My first girl kiss, I was 16. And it was, I was studying abroad in Germany. But I was like, we're in Germany. Girls can hold hands here. I love holding hands with everyone. And to this day, like, I'll walk down the street and hold if, I mean, with consent i'll hold any of my friend's hands like my best friend and i you know, she has a baby now so she, her hands are full but you know we used to walk <laughs> down the street holding hands and people would think we were yeah. lesbians and i was like that's so funny that people assume i'm a lesbian like you know and then my mom asked my childhood best friend's mom to find out through her daughter if i was a lesbian and i just because i would always have girlfriends over but they basically I am like so independent and like goal focused that like I would have like people come into my life and just like attach to me as a friend for a while and then they'd leave and so my mom thought they were like my actual girlfriends and they weren't and so it wasn't until I was well okay then when I was 20 uh, apparently two of my best friends who were a couple who I slept with eventually four years later made me a promise on my 20th birthday that they were going to give me the best sexual experience of my life but I don't remember that conversation my best friend told me about it later because I had told her about it. She's like, yeah, of course you were going to sleep with them. And I was like, what? And so they were my first, that was my first experience with a female bodied person is the threesome that I had with them. And that was, I was 24 and it was after a breakup and I couldn't get the concept of like an, a wholly consensual threesome in my mind. I, because I was raised on a farm, because I was raised like medium conservative, I was sort of like, oh, it's a, just a way for a, for a boy to cheat on his girlfriend, which I think for a lot of people it is <laughs> initially. And, you know, and I'd heard kind of stories about that. And then because it was two good friends and I both checked in with them, I was like, are you sure? Are you sure you really want this? Like we can do this. <laughs> and and it was so cool because then I had basically a tour guide for her body to show me exactly how she liked to be touched. Mm. 
And that was really great because I was really intimidated because I'm one of those people that's like, I know I have a vagina, but I don't understand my vagina. How could I possibly understand someone else's, you know? And so that was so cool. And I remember I had the very same thought around like lips and mouths and like just touching her boobs. And she, she also has perfect boobs. Like she has beautiful boobs that are just like, like so many, so many of my friends are like, are they real? And I'm like, they are real. <laughs> um, uh, and not, not to boob shame anyone who has not real boobs. Like they're all good. I love the boobs, but, um, but people always want to know stuff like that. Just like, what did you put your hair? So yeah, so that, so, th- but even then, even at that point, I was like, well, I don't know. I think, I don't know if I count as queer because I'd be a poser because I've never had a girlfriend and I don't know if I would date a girl. And then I ended up falling for someone who was female bodied and used she, her at the time, but is like trans, masculine, gender, queer, you know. And so, but it wasn't until after we'd broken up that, but that was when I was 25 and fell madly in love with them. They were married at the time. I was ready to blow up my life and move across the country to be with them. And that's when I was like, love, love. I guess I love everyone, anyone. It doesn't matter what they're physical shape is like I will I will have sex with them oh my god you're right I do want to have sex with 90% of the population you know like so there's there's this that's what I discovered about myself so that was kind of the first moment where I was like oh I guess I am queer but it because of how it all sort of unraveled in my life or just it really did feel like an unfolding I never had any of the weird feelings about being queer because I was so old and I was not, not old but like because I was older in my life and I, I was more concerned with the fact that I had cheated on a boyfriend and I loved two people at the same time. So it was like not, and like my family didn't really care, you know, so it wasn't that much of a thing for me. I don't have the same queer struggles that I know a lot of my LGBTQIA plus all of friends have. So mm-hmm. yeah. And then, and then it's just been a lot of like makeouts and threesomes and I, I haven't like romantically dated a woman one-on-one but it's I don't I don't understand the game of dating in general and I certainly don't understand the the game of dating women and I think I would need a lady dom to just like lock on to me and like pursue because because I'm also just doing so many things like effort like I feel like pursuing a woman takes some wooing and some effort at least just based on my own like attempts (laughs) you know and and it's really hard because I in every relationship I have I sort of experience I'm the more enthusiastic person and this is true even just if it's a casual sex friend and so you know I'm hyper conscious of not wanting to pressure women and so then I'm like really hands off but it's like wait I don't understand how to I don't know how to do that. I don't know that dynamic. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So those are all yeah. my lady feelings. Yeah. I, I hope that someday I just get invited to lots of. I don't know. Maybe I'll just get invited by people. That's my hope. <laughs> Go to dinosaur. What? Have you ever heard of dinosaur? What? I don't what? know thing. What? what are you talking about? You have to just Google dinosaur. So di- I guess dinosaur was a famous golfer. I'm not. I don't know or tennis player. I'm not. I can't really remember. But um, she was either one of those types of athletes and then lesbians just started coming a lot because, like, obviously there's a lot of lesbians um, who are attracted to sports and athleticism. And so then it just turned into a huge lady party. Like, I'm talking thousands of women who love women go to this party. I don't – I think Dinah Shores in Florida, I think. What? I've See? never heard this in oh my, my life. That's because you were a – yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just infiltrating you. Yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, dinosaur. It's like a huge lady party, yeah. and it's like um, the L word talks about it, and then the real L word actually goes there. Oh, fun! Yeah. So that's yeah. so that's. I do want to immerse myself. It's funny because like right before everything shut down, I was like, I'm gonna immerse myself in the physical world in more queer spaces. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, the and then, world was like, no. Yeah, the world was like, not right now. You're not. And I was like, okay. Just kidding. Wait till next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Hmm. So, since we recorded, you said you have some updates for us. Yes, I think we were talking about in our original interview that we were like wait, excited to be in the apartment together because it meant we could have sex whenever we wanted and do whatever we wanted and not have to worry about her family and a four-year-old and stuff being around so what, what did we just order online yesterday uh, <laughs> we got some things because we were like once we're together in the apartment we're gonna get yes. some stuff because <laughs> we have freedom like it was so funny we were it was last night was the first night we had sex in the apartment and the whole time she's like this is so weird this is so weird i'm like how many times are you gonna say that like, it was time. just so it really was to be so like not weird like someone's gonna come home or someone's gonna bust in the door it was yeah. like we don't talk about anyone knocking on the door ever again like, we can just take our clothes off <laughs> so were you louder yeah i mean louder than if we were ever just in your room and they were in the other room yeah but if we were alone in your house then we were just like the same but yeah it was like so weird but, like we just take our clothes off why now <laughs> we've been doing this like sneaking around thing yeah for so long this is actually i don't know this is a good company to follow on instagram wildflower sex sex toy company it's run by a non-binary person and their partner we've gotten all of our stuff through there and they so do a lot there. of education on their yeah. instagram yeah it's really cool we have a strap on and we we got one like pretty early in our relationship. Oh, I can show her the comparison between them now because we have it here. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It's pretty I feel like we told that story the first time. The first time we the first one we got it was too small. Was too small because we wanted to it to be like okay for both of us. Yeah. I'm fine with a whatever size, but Daniel usually needs something smaller. So but that was too small. <laughs> Cause you have to also account when you're wearing a strap on, you have to account the for base. like the space between, like you can't get like your, like everything like so close. Right. Okay. So then we were like, okay, let's go bigger. So <laughs> we were just like horny and didn't think about it or read anything. And it's just like, <laughs> okay. So they're showing me the first one looks like maybe a pointer finger. And yeah, the second one is like, yeah. The second one is like a cucumber, like a big cucumber. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's like a cucumber thickness. Like a end. thick cucumber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember opening the box and I saw I heard a picture of my, me holding them. We were like, ah. <laughs> so, we shouldn't order things when you're horny yeah. because you're like, yeah, that sounds good. It's like grocery shopping when you're hungry. Right, 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 right. Um. So the big one's just for me. Yeah, I'm too. I can't get it in at all. <laughs> I try, even when I'm like so aroused, it yeah. just I can't can't do it so we have to get something less girthy uh -huh. so we got a new dildo for our strap on and it is purple and pink and blue it has fancy colors and then let's see it's 5.5 in total length but there's it's five inches of Insert. insertable length okay. and then it's 1.25 inches i think this thing is 2.25 like at the widest <laughs> right it's big Wow. So, um, <laughs> hopefully this should be better. Yeah, we're going to try that out. We said when we get to the apartment, we're going to get nipple clamps <gasps> and try that. So, what, but you got, um, what, what are they, like, suctions? 
Yeah, because I've never used anything before, and my nipples are already so sensitive that, like, I can get off by just, like, someone touching them or, like, kissing them. So I was like, I don't know if, like, I don't know. I've never done that. I don't think I could, like, handle that. Sounds nice. But then I was just looking at what they have because they have a whole nipple section. Yes. And their nipple twist sucker. (gasps) Clit clit and nipple twist sucker. That's what it's called. Wait, what's the twist part? It twists and sucks? So it twists in order to create suction. Oh, 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 to, to draw the print. Oh, oh, that's so cool. So this is what you ordered. You haven't used it yet, correct? Yeah, we haven't got, we just ordered them last night. Though. I want to try those. <laughs> you would be like, what? So yeah. I thought this might be better because like you can adjust how much you do. Yeah. And like you already do so much sucking anyway. So it's like not going to hurt me. I do. Sometimes um, I leave a hickey. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Do you want to talk about last weekend was that last weekend well the first time they were in the other room watching a movie and we were just really horny yeah so we had all of our clothing yes on. she was stra- sitting on me straddling me yeah just kind of like rubbing against him i think you were rubbing on my belt buckle honestly i don't know that's what yeah i think that's what you're on and then we were just kissing and he was like pushing. Was touching your nipples yeah and then your shirt I got off from it for like, Just, I don't know, two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty quick. And I was so turned on by it that I was wet through my underwear, through my pants. Oh my gosh. I had like a, she like touched me and she's like, oh my God. Is that normal for you to get that wet? No. <gasps> I mean, I get pretty wet, but not like through my pants. Like, I, and then when I went to the bathroom after all that, I had just like a wet spot. Like, oh my gosh. That's a giant so spot in my, on my, like, and they weren't like thin shorts. They were like, khaki shorts oh. like because like, yeah. we were like dressed for church because we like dress up to watch church on live stream so. oh that's so cute yes yeah, so then, but then later in the day they left and they were like let's do this naked. let's do this naked <laughs> <laughs> but so you were on your back wait yeah. no wasn't yes. it on my stomach oh yeah sorry you were on your stomach <laughs> i was looking at your back that's why i get confused because like, she's on her back because i'm looking at your back <laughs> She likes it from behind, is what I'm saying. So I was fingering her, but I usually go in in like the same motion, but I was going sideways this time. Okay, first, so I have to tell, first it was a come hither fingers yeah, hithering hither, up. Yeah, like reaching down. Versus, okay, and now we had a side. But this was like sideways. So he did side, side hither. Thing. Okay. Side hither, yes. And she was like next level. Yeah, it was you like, about I was like, what are you, I was like, what are you doing? There's some noises that I've never heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was, she was like, and like, I've touched a lot of vaginas, you know, and I was like, what are you doing? How are you doing that? <laughs> I like this, like, kind of like a twist, like a twisting motion. Yeah, I, was, really I was just good. making it up as I went. I was like, mm. that's really good. This is really good. She yeah. was like, 10, 10. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, Daniel, Marie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hmm. <sighs> The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.